0: All right, we have, uh, we're now on 14.6. We'll be reviewing the board policies, and I have two public comment uh, speakers on 14.6. Rascal, I have you as a public comment.
1: good evening board my name is Russ K. young young uh, for the record speaking as an individual not as a Vallejo school board trustee um, I recall a board policy twenty three forty and quickly reviewing our staff report and the packet uh, it was last revised in twenty twelve when that was the time when I was serving uh, with all of you on on the board at that time so I'm glad that it's being uh, brought up again for for review and Potential revision. um, One of the recommendations I think would would be best practice to have in there. For example, um, in in a in Administrative Procedure Twenty Three Forty on page two, uh, it states that no supporting documents be added fewer than twenty four hours before the meeting. Um, I would I would recommend as best practice that. whether, whether it's a board member or a mem- member of the public, any documentation, PowerPoint presentations um, that they submit that's that's the material that goes out at the same time that the agenda goes out. Um, if you submit if you pass out anything less than 72 hours or even less than five days um, depending on the the, the governing body, um, you, it, it makes the I think Makes your job difficult to digest that additional information in that short amount of time. So uh, it would be great to have language in there where wh- whether it's 72 hours ahead of time or five days, uh, this, with the same time the agenda comes out, that the supporting documentation and PowerPoints come out at the same time as the agenda. Uh, and, and furthermore, um, I also noticed in, in one of the policies regarding. Uh, Board member agenda item request, uh, member to public agenda request, as well as what's in the administrative procedure. Your administrative procedure is your is your protocol. Um, So, so, uh, one of the questions I'd like to raise is um, when when it talks about board members in administrative procedure, I uh, shouldn't that be. Shouldn't that language be talked about in in a board policy? Um, And then I I could tell you, uh, Sheriff, from when I was Vallejo School Board President last year, um, our current current protocol is whenever um, I receive an agenda item from a member of the public or or a fellow board member, even if it's an Item that I received last year to remove me as president, Um, but I have to honor that request and put that item, regardless, on the agenda. The board, at their at their subsequent meeting, can discuss that item under agenda review and determine whether or not to remove that item totally off the agenda. So I think there needs to be language in there um, to to address that, and also um, I think there needs to be language if there's a, a disagreement between the board president and the CEO uh, there's been times where i had my disagreements with my former ceo but nevertheless uh, there needs to be language where who has the final say the agenda item moves forward to the board agenda i think it's the board chair that ha- that should have the final say that the that the item Moves forward to the agenda, and it's ultimately up to the board whether or not you want to move that item off the agenda. Um, I hope that the at the the language before you, uh, any discussion of board members in the administrative regulations and procedures, uh, that they get discussed in board policies, um, and also. Um, if there's any board matters that are discussed in any administrative procedures or regulation, that should be uh, addressed in board policies as well. So uh, thank you for uh, your cons- uh, for listening to me tonight for your consideration, um, and do want to thank Amy for again coming to the Vallejo meeting our Vallejo board meeting a couple weeks ago for sharing best practices, and do want to um, also before I for- don't want to forget do want to thank Oscar for his many years of service to this institution. Um, he, he really earned uh, that recognition tonight. Thank you.
0: Thank you. We have one more speaker on this uh, 14.6. Can I just make
2: a quick question out of curiosity? Sure. There's a couple times, Ruskell, I just had a curiosity on how you get to flip in between the private and public hat when you're an elected. Just was a little curious on that one. So, maybe you could stick around after the meeting and explain it.
0: We have Jason, K- I'm sorry, I can't Kishinef. remember his last name.
3: What Kish- was that? Kishineff.
4: Kishineff, thank yes. you. Thank you. Um, last time I was here, one of your trustees mentioned having trouble getting an item placed on the agenda for no less than four months, which prompted me to request it be placed on the agenda. I thank you. Uh, The process for a board member to have an item placed on the agenda should be no more or no less difficult than for anybody else. Why should a citizen be subjected to a different set of standards just because some other citizens voted for that person to represent them? I posit that the intention and spirit of the law are to make it easy to get an item placed on the agenda and that it should be easy for a board member as well. And that needs to be codified into policy. Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. So, uh, no other public comment on uh, the 14.6. We'll close public comment here. And let me ask the board, real quick um, do you want to? POP OPEN EACH ONE AND SAY ANY COMMENTS, CLOSE IT AND GO ON TO THE NEXT ONE OR DO WE WANT TO JUST GO STRAIGHT TO THE ONES THAT PEOPLE HAVE ANY KIND OF COMMENT ON?
5: POP OPEN EACH
0: ONE. POP OPEN EACH ONE. ANYBODY ELSE? Raphael?
4: I WOULD EXPECT THAT EVERYBODY HAD REVIEWED THESE AND IF YOU HAD A QUESTION ABOUT ONE THAT WE COULD uh, FOCUS ON THE QUESTIONS OR THE ISSUES RATHER THAN HASH EVERY WORD OUT HERE. I mean, I thought part of this whole procedure was to adopt the analyst uh, recommendations and revisions um, to save us time, or are we going to do each policy and rewrite each policy and administrative procedure ourselves?
6: I don't think that the point was to go line by line. It was just to see if anybody had any questions
4: or
3: comments.
5: There may be none.
0: Well, let's just respect the, you know, what. What people want. So Raphael prefers to have it um, where we just go to the ones that we need to focus on. Uh, Rosada.
7: Well, I was just popping a couple of them, and there's uh, pages and pages. Yeah, just so. process.
0: What do you What do you want? Which do you prefer? So just a real quick consensus from people. Open them all up or just uh, the ones we have questions on? The ones that we have questions okay, on. Okay, Kyle. I would uh,
2: concur with uh, Trustee Rios and Segarra.
0: Mr. Trustee Baldini.
8: As, as um, we have questions. Okay. Uh, and Student
0: Trustee Husefa, what would you prefer?
9: Uh, I concur with uh, Trustee Rios.
0: Okay. Yes. All right. And Trustee Baker. I don't really care you don't care okay <laughs> all right so it sounds like we want to just focus on the ones that uh, uh, that we have comments about so the first one that I have a comment about and let me know if anybody else has something before that is the BP 2220 committees of the board does anybody have one prior to that
5: when you talk about order, are you talking about in the little chart or the order that the documents are posted? The
0: little chart. Um, Do you see the little little table there? Yeah. Okay. So you see, uh, committee of the board is one, two, three,
5: So my first one is four, five. My first one is the student member election of student members. My first one, I have question on.
0: Okay. Then let's pop that open. What's your question?
5: Um. I just as far as so is everything in red that's legally required, is that correct? Dr. Yes. Kraft? Yes that's so it's they... legally required to say that special elections may be held versus shall be had that's held that's legally required. I
10: think she gives a guide to us at the bottom. Oops am I on? Um...
5: And the only reason why I'm wondering red... about that is because if a student Members recalled. I I guess I don't understand why it's an option to hold a special election. Why wouldn't it be shall? Why is it may? It seems like that would need to be done. Might be because, same thing when you have. Well no, because then the next sentence says however if the vacancy occurs after February fifteenth, the student member position will be filled by appointment by the associated student body. But I'm assuming then the paragraph before that means that it's earlier in the cycle?
11: It's up to the associated students to determine. They have a couple of options in their constitution how they can fill a
5: vacancy. Okay. Okay. So I just was wondering about that.
0: Sorry, that makes sense. All right, anything, anything else prior to the committees of the board? Just a second. Okay, so Catherine, you have a document to open real quick on that one. Mm-hmm. So Catherine just brought this to me. It was kind of intriguing. And I just wanted to bring it to everybody as sort of a, a thought. Um, as it states here, the Board of Trustees may by action establish committees that it determines necessary to assist the board. Um, But where's the part about the CCLC doesn't? Right here and there. Oh, although it is not recommended that the boards have standing committees, if the Napa Valley College Board of Trustees to do so following language that applies. And what I also read in addition somewhere, where did I see that? That it said if there is, it's usually an audit committee. Yes,
10: that's in the uh, trustee handbook, the two- 2018 okay. handbook.
0: So, And here's why it was int- intriguing to me. Here's what I was thinking, and you know, I'm just open to hearing your thoughts. Um, standing committees, for one thing, they uh, require staff to be available. They require a lot of staff time. And um, and they also require us to be available when the staff is available. So when I got on this board, it was full of retirees, right? <laughs> and now it's not. You know, it's people who work and you know can't necessarily you know make those daytime um, meetings. And so with ad hoc committees, while we're still bringing that information trans, you know, that transparency to the board, those recommendations from the ad hoc committees, they don't require all that staff time. And um, it keeps it a little flexible for the board members to have an opportunity to meet. Um, And so, and many of our committees, I'll just use like legislative for instance, we need to meet when something's you know really happening instead of just meeting for the sake of happening or sake of meeting which uh sometimes happens um so it it just when Catherine brought this to me it was like oh that's an interesting thought an interesting idea and the other thing is it might give board members a you know, flexibility to operate in different committees and learn different things and participate in different things. So um, I'm bringing it to you. I'm just bringing these ideas to you to see if you have any thoughts or just leave things as they are.
6: So are you recommending that we don't have one? I'm not recommending. Okay.
0: I'm just just bringing the the idea out there.
6: Well, the like, well, the finance committee is a standing it's committee, a standing right? But it only meets maybe Every as quarter? needed quarterly, quarterly. right? right. So well, while, I think so. It doesn't have a, a regular.
4: Oh, it asset. is a regular. It is regular.
3: Schedule.
6: It is a regular but set I, meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Time?
4: yeah.
5: yeah. Quarterly, but I think she said that <laughs> often is recommended that you have That's an audit committee. That's more
6: standard
0: of a standing yeah. committee than some of our other committees, like legislative. The one we recently turned into a standing committee, those typically end up operating more ad hoc.
5: Well, I can, I actually thought it was an interesting concept too for a different reason. I, I mean, I did think about the staff time, but mostly what I was thinking about is in a way it kind of goes against this idea of a whole board concept that. You know, if you have something you want to bring forward, then you bring it forward to the whole board and you discuss it as a board right from the get-go. With that, it needs to be easier to get items on the agenda. But I think that we could as things come up, we can bring them to the whole board. If you want to pass a resolution, it doesn't need to go through a subcommittee before it comes to the full board. We can bring forward a resolution as a trustee for the whole board to discuss um, and vote on. I think, though, that we need to make sure then, if we're using ad hoc committees, that they really are ad hoc committees, which means that they're very narrow in scope. They have a specific task, you know, and they meet, may, you know, to do that specific task, and then it disbands, um, and that it not be a standing committee without being transparent like a standing committee, if that makes sense. So. You know, an ad hoc committee should have, you know, maybe if we decide there's one policy that needs to be reviewed and we want to create an ad hoc committee to, to bring forth a recommendation and then it's over. But otherwise, I'm for getting rid of them and keeping an audit and finance committee. I would be supportive of that.
0: Okay. Um, other thoughts?
6: Well, I had a question.
0: We're not voting or anything, so just want to get just kind of consensus or thoughts.
6: I just had a question about some of the wording in in here that's not really related specifically to this, but
3: maybe it is. Um, It said that um,
6: committees that are only advisory have no authority or power to act on behalf of the board. Do we have committees that are not advisory? No. So why the distinction there? Where is that?
4: You don't I
12: think right it's now. just
0: really stating it. It's just making a statement that they're not.
6: So, do we need to say? But the, do we need to say committees that are only advisory, or should we just say committees are only advisory, instead of that are? I, did, I didn't. I just the wording of it sounded odd
0: that because are, it, when you're saying that are, it sounds like there might be some that they aren't. aren't. Got Correct. it.
5: I agree.
4: Well, I haven't looked at this in, in that deeply, but. There may be, and I don't know if uh, Carol Lee, she. Oh, there, there you She's are. There. there may <laughs> be some things that that the board can delegate authority to a committee. May I be heard on this?
0: I'm sorry, public comment is up.
4: How did I know this was going to come up?
5: I thought we were giving people the agenda. I thought we were giving the people the option to go before or after.
0: I closed public comment. Okay. okay. We'll get you in the second reading.
4: Then. Um. So that, thats my, my guess is that there may be something. So, things.
0: So that... there was
11: a question. I wasn't quite sure what the question was. was I think it was about sure. standing versus ad hoc committees. No, no, it was—it was, it was regarding here.
6: yeah whether or not there can be ever a a committee that would have the power to act in something other than an advisory capacity.
11: Um, I THINK IT'S DELEGATED, AS SOMEBODY MENTIONED. IF, if THIS BOARD ACTS TO SAY YOU GUYS MAKE THAT
6: DECISION. AND THEN WE COME BACK AND um, SAY WE but, HAVE DECIDED.
8: right? SUCH AS THE uh, MCPHERSON COMMITTEE, SOMETHING LIKE THAT? WHERE YOU'RE Maybe. A REPRESENTATIVE OF THE BOARD? YOU'RE MAKING A DECISION?
11: For you're, de- YOU'RE ACTING ON BEHALF OF THE BOARD IN THAT mm-hmm. CAPACITY. That um, SAME WITH DAS OR VWTF. Um,
0: okay. THANK YOU. Any, any other comments? It,
12: right? it works, I think, yeah.
0: <coughs> any other comments for Sada Kyle?
4: Uh, just the other considerations. I, I think we, we've had this or a similar discussion about committees maybe two or three times in the last couple of years. Uh, another thing about the committees was to try to save the board time mm-hmm. to review Things more in depth and bring recommendations to to the board, mm-hmm. which I mean it's past nine now mm-hmm. in regular meeting, um, so that's something else to consider that that the committee can help the board move through some things a little more quickly.
0: And you know, and the thing about ad hoc more ad hoc committees versus the the standing, is that you can look at an agenda and know maybe there's a lot coming up on it and create a committee. I mean, right, the chair can, can appoint a committee an ad hoc committee. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, and then they come to us with a recommendation that does, you know, save us some time. Mm-hmm. So... Mm-hmm.
4: It, well, you, you can't look at the agenda until four days before the meeting, so...
0: Unless you're...
4: <laughs> <So that's not laughs> I mean, that, that, agenda. Some, Won't work. Yeah.
0: So there's nothing about this particular policy that I that I needed to change anything on, but I just wanted to throw that whole committee, and we can always put that on an agenda as an agenda item later to really, you know, talk about talk about that. So, okay, let's go back to. Um,
5: So, I I wanted to ask something about term limits. I didn't have a chance to do that. Okay. Just, I um, was wondering. It said, "Where is it?" Okay, so this policy—it just—it's the whole yellow thing. It says that the yellow highlighting is included to draw the viewer's attention, and language will be removed upon final adoption. So, if the, all the yellows removed upon final adoption, what's left for the policy?
4: I think what it is just the, means the policy? Highlights are removed. Well, the whole thing is right Everything's highlighted here. Right. Have a policy. Right.
5: That's true. What?
6: If we don't have then we wouldn't need
5: a policy Right, but I guess what I'm saying is, don't we we still need the policy so people, future boards, know what they could do if they wanted to? So I, I guess what I'm saying is, it doesn't seem like all that language should disappear. That the policy is explaining. What boards can do if they want to
4: Well, this actually doesn't it says here that any such proposal shall be if adopted by the electors of the district apply perspective? <coughs> this is not us right this would have to be the people of the district um, who would bring this forward and
5: so would we re- rewrite this policy to explain that so members like i didn't know that no, so you,
12: it, without the policy in, in without the policy, there are no term limits that you have. You have established or that have gone through your constituency voters out there, you can, it right. doesn't apply.
5: I guess what I'm saying is perhaps the policy should explain what the public can do, that this isn't a, an option for the public because it's informative. Most people didn't know that, don't know that. I didn't know that. So instead of just taking all that away, which means there would be nothing in the policy, perhaps the policy could explain what the public can do. That there, that there is this option of term limits with the vote of the public or something to that effect. I guess that's what I'm saying.
4: And uh, then that may be in this reference to the Ed Code here. All right.
0: Carolee, anything or Catherine, any input on that? I don't.
5: Just weird to have a policy with nothing in it but an Ed Code citation. I, I'm not
11: sure that that's what that is trying to tell you. That it would delete the whole body of that unless you wanted to go for term limits. But since we don't have them, it was my understanding we didn't need this policy. There's a few like that. Um, Honorary degrees is another one. There is a policy, but since Napa Valley College doesn't offer honorary degrees, we didn't adopt any policies related to it.
5: I guess what I'm saying is I, I think it would be great to have a policy, but just explain what the law is, that this is an option per ed code for the public. Because again, it's in, these aren't just for us, they're for the community. So anyway, I guess I'm saying, I think it would be good to have a policy. But so just I explain. think the
0: consensus on this policy, so we can move on, um, is that everybody's good with no policy. Because, no it's policy because it's not needed. If
4: we're no, no not policy. adopting a policy, just an informational statement is not a policy. Why are we going to have a bunch of informational statements in our mm-hmm. policies. Mm-hmm.
5: So, if we had term limits, then okay. Yeah, I don't know. I think that they can be educational as well for trustees and future boards and the public. I would hope All right. That
0: so, term limits, um, uh, committees of the board. We talked about closed sessions. Anything there? Anybody? Wait, wait, wait! Please, just a second. Quorum and voting. I have one for quorum and voting. Okay. Twenty three
4: thirty. Is that?
0: Yeah.
5: Um. So I just thought that we should move up. So we have. It talks about. Um. Talks about the the the. Majority of the vote, and then it goes through what has to be done through a two-thirds vote. And then, and then it says a quorum of the board shall consist of, and you say what the simple majority of the members are. I, I thought that sentence should be moved up to where it's talking about the majority vote, if that makes sense. So move that up to the third sentence because that section is just talking about the majority vote, and then what constitutes a majority vote should be right after that. And then it goes into what requires a two-thirds vote, and so forth. Uh, uh,
0: um, Does that make sense? I think that the
5: seems out of place. I think the
0: the point maybe of this this is more to. I mean, the policy analyst has really gone over these with a fine-tooth comb, and I I'm not. I don't think that that kind of wordsmithing or um, is the intent, but so
5: in the end, we we approve these, and that doesn't change the legality. It doesn't have to go through any legal review, and it's an improvement on the policy. So, unless there's a reason why we can't move it up to where we're talking about the majority vote and then saying what a majority vote is, the quorum. I don't understand why we wouldn't do that. Sure.
12: Yeah, go thank ahead, you, Ron Carolee. Mixing two things up. No, go ahead. I think we're saying
11: the same thing. Yeah. Are you are you saying that two thirds majority and majority are the same thing and should be located together in the document?
5: No. I'm saying after it talks about the two thirds majority, then there's this random sentence about a quorum of the board shall consist of, and it says how many members constitute a majority.
11: I'm not seeing that.
5: Yeah, I, I see what she's Scroll saying. Down. It's on the
4: second, the top of the second page. Oh, There's the okay. sentence. Oh, there. You
5: keep there. going right there. Oh. So, I well, think that are. should be moved up to where we're talking about the majority vote. So we have the board of trustees shall act by majority vote, and the next say what the majority vote is. How many members constitute a quorum, and then it goes into the two-thirds, which is a special situation. And actually it's wedged in between, so there's what requires a two thirds vote there's what requires a unanimous vote, and it's like wedged right in the middle there when it could be up in the section that it actually relates to, which is the majority
12: yeah, I mean, from a staff vantage point, this line I think Carly probably agrees I mean a quorum of the board shall consist of four right. members yeah. I mean, could appear. Up above, or it's still—if it—if yeah. it reads, yeah, it appears more clear. to be
4: defin- definitional, and those seem to be at the top.
12: Yeah, that's and, the, and yeah. that's fine. I think it's probably so. uh, something. I mean, I wouldn't have any issue moving that up just from a yeah. staff vantage point. So, if that's uh, something you want to do, we could do that, and we'll we'll have it for the second read that way. If you I'm hearing, okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. Okay.
0: Okay, and then the next uh, is agendas. Anybody on your agendas? Yep. Let's pull up that. Which one is that one EP 2340.
5: So I passed out. This is the item I wanted on the agenda. Um, I passed out to everybody um, my suggested change to this agenda policy. Um, so I want to suggest two changes. One that. IT say MEMBERS OF THE PUBLIC AND BOARD MEMBERS MAY PLACE MATTERS DIRECTLY RELATED TO THE BUSINESS OF THE DISTRICT ON AN AGENDA BY SUBMITTING A WRITTEN SUMMARY OF THE ITEM TO THE SUPERINTENDENT PRESIDENT. SO BASICALLY WE WOULD SUBMIT ITEMS IN THE SAME WAY THAT THE PUBLIC WOULD IN WRITING TO THE PRESIDENT uh, TWO WEEKS BEFORE THE MEETING. Um, it just makes sense that we be treated the same way as the public, that it shouldn't be harder for a board member to put items on the agenda or any more convoluted than it is for the public. And I just, we need something very straightforward because we've been dealing with, with this issue for a long time. This is how Napa Valley Unified School District's policy reads, it reads exactly like that. And I think it makes sense for us as well. And then THE OTHER THING I WANTED TO ADD IS THAT LAST SENTENCE, THAT'S ACTUALLY RIGHT NOW IN THE ADMINISTRATIVE PROCEDURE FOR AGENDAS, AND IT'S A POLICY STATEMENT. SO I THINK IT SHOULD BE IN OUR POLICY THAT IT'S THE DESIRE OF THE BOARD OF TRUSTEES THAT SUPPORTING DOCUMENTS BE UPLOADED WITH THE AGENDA 72 HOURS IN ADVANCE OF THE MEETING. SO IT DOESN'T REQUIRE IT. IT SAYS IT'S A DESIRE. um, AND IT WOULD BE A BEST PRACTICE IN THE SPIRIT OF THE BROWN ACT. And again, it's right now. It's in the AP, and it's uh, it's not procedural. It's a policy statement of the board.
0: I think it's procedural. It isn't.
5: It's a a statement of the board. It's the desire of the board of trustees. It's not operational. How Dr. Kraft implements that with his staff would belongs in the AP. That's procedural. But in terms of us expressing a a broad statement, a desire, that's definitely policy. Um, and again, APs are how he would implement that with his staff.
0: So when the ad hoc committee met to uh, come up with that statement, it was administrative. Um, and so uh, it was, to me, it's, it still says the, the how and not the what. Um,
5: how does so it say the how? How does it say the how? Not- and I never agreed with this being in the AP. There's many things actually in that AP I don't agree with because they're uh, policy statements of the board. They're not how Dr. Kraft would implement um, our statements with his staff. So anything to do with the board, as, um, as Ruskell mentioned, should be in policy because procedure has to do with how Dr. Kraft implements our policies with his staff. We're not staff, that- we're the board.
2: Was that when he was wearing his private or elected hat?
5: All right. Okay, I think that's inappropriate. I have an
2: issue with the section members of the public and board members may place matters directly related to the business. That's getting into, I mean, I feel like that's circumventing procedure, too.
5: How is that circumventing procedure? It's simply saying that we follow the same process as the public when, in fact, we represent the public. It should be no different. For board members, than the public. So, the public, it's very straightforward how they get items on the agenda. It should be the same for board members. And again, it should be addressed in policy because we're not staff. So, how board members get items on the agenda should not be an AP. It should be in the policy itself.
0: Carol you had a, some comments on that uh, earlier. Uh, well, one
11: one question was that. The direction came from a subcommittee of the board to put this language in, um, and it maybe hasn't been working perfectly. Uh, but we've posted this procedure now with the future agenda items item, um, and I'm not sure we want to deviate from the template. And I I'm I kind of agree with Amy on the. Uh, The statement related to 72 hours, 24 hours, our best practices, Um, but I don't believe we want to treat a trustee like a member of the public. Okay, so
5: uh, it's not illegal, (laughs) and the fact that we're not mentioned, it's being, it's been abused. uh, When a member of the public wants something on the on the agenda, it's very clear. They put it in writing, and it gets put on the agenda. Board members have had a hard time, so. I DON'T THINK THAT THE EDUCATION CODE MEANT TO DISCRIMINATE AGAINST BOARD MEMBERS. Um, WE ARE MEMBERS OF THE PUBLIC. WE PAY TAXES AND WE REPRESENT THE PUBLIC. AND IF IT NEEDS TO BE SPELLED OUT TO MAKE IT MORE STRAIGHTFORWARD AND CLEAR SO WE DON'T CONTINUE TO HAVE PROBLEMS, I THINK IT WILL HELP WITH THE FUNCTIONING OF THE BOARD. AS FAR AS IT BEING IN THE AP, AGAIN, THAT'S HOW DR. Kraft IMPLEMENTS OUR POLICIES WITH STAFF. And they can be changed at any moment. They can be changed from day to day. We have no purview over them. And I'm this directs sure. this correct. directly relates to us. It relates I mean, to us.
2: I think
0: trustee going I,
2: ahead, just, I feel like you've made your case. But we're not voting on it. It's a first read. So with the suggestions that you made, and with even Carolee on the 72 hours, I don't have an issue with that. But can we take a consensus on moving on?
5: Well, that we said that we will only Adopt it tonight, or not adopt it tonight, because it has to go through a second reading. Either way, I can make a motion at the next meeting when we approve it. Right, exactly. So um, we doing,
2: do we need to yeah. hammer that out right no,
5: now? No, we don't. So,
0: uh, let, just, but go ahead.
6: I just had a quick question um, about what you were—the language that you were referring to, and in, in what you suggested with the members of the public and board members may place, blah blah blah. I DON'T SEE HOW, OKAY, SO IN THE AP THAT WE'RE LOOKING AT, WE'VE GOT SUBMISSIONS BY BOARD MEMBERS. WE'VE GOT THE FUTURE AGENDA items on, uh, ITEM ON THE AGENDA. AND THEN NUMBER TWO SAYS MEMBERS WISHING at A TIME OTHER THAN AT THE BOARD MEETING MAY SUBMIT IT TO THE BOARD PRESIDENT. SO I DON'T SEE HOW THAT'S DIFFERENT. Right.
5: SO THE PROBLEM IS, BESIDES THE FACT THAT THIS CAN BE CHANGED ANYTIME WITHOUT OUR KNOWLEDGE, WE DON'T HAVE TO They don't have to go before us. Besides that fact, my issues with point three. So, point three says, should there be a disagreement as to the appropriateness or timeliness of a particular item requested by a single board member other than the president, the board president, the item will be delayed until the request can be made at the next regular board meeting when a majority will make the recommendation. So, right away, there's this. Extra loophole that if the board member, the board chair, doesn't think it's appropriate, that it can be held off to the next board meeting, so a whole month, and then it's supposed to go up for a vote. And the issue with taking a vote is you can't discuss something that's not on the agenda. So, how can you discuss the merits of an item and convince the board to vote to put your item on the agenda when you can't discuss it? Which is why it should just be put on the agenda, and as Russell talked about, then the board can discuss the merits of it and whether it's appropriate or not, and pull it.
2: Can we
0: hear uh, from we like, would like would
2: appreciate, yeah.
5: or Yeah. Yeah, and I, I would prefer that.
0: I, I would it. prefer not to it's reference first, somebody read. from a school board, and because this is us, this right. is about but us. I'm, okay. I'm concurring
5: with what, what he's saying, so, that it's an okay. issue you can't discuss something that's not on the agenda. So.
0: So I'm. Uh, I think that as Trustee Baker was saying, I'm perfectly fine with you know how much detail and information is in the AP, um, and I'm not. You know, uh, I'm fine with not making really significant changes and deviation from the policy templates, because you know. This isn't just a first read and if we want to if there's any significant deviation do you think um, that's significant there could be we might have to put it through legal review
5: to say that board so members can place items on the agenda by submitting it in writing 2 weeks before the meeting that has to go for legal review
11: well the the board has to act as a whole yes. i mean so there's there's and here. that's
5: when we approve the agenda well, we can discuss it and we can pull things but we can't discuss it and to put it on the agenda for the next meeting. You we can't have, do that. So, we have okay, an item so. on
11: the agenda for future agenda so. items where proposals are made. And we
5: can't discuss them because they're not on the agenda. No,
3: they are.
5: No, you cannot a, discuss them. You can say I want this item on a future agenda, but you can't sit there and discuss the merits of it to decide whether or not it's worthy of being on a future agenda. Okay, so let's let some other uh, yes, board you members.
0: Can. Let's let some other board Absolutely, members weigh in because you're deciding, you're agendizing. Our, our procedures are, are very clear and gives us every right um, both on the agenda we've made it. I mean, we we took a great deal of time uh, TO PUT THAT TOGETHER. And, um, AND I THINK WE'RE COVERED. AND I DON'T THINK THAT RON AND THE STAFF ARE GOING TO JUST ARBITRARILY MAKE CHANGES, um, YOU KNOW, WITHOUT SOME TYPE OF in, you know INFORMING OF THE BOARD. SO I WOULD ASK SO Ch- WE CAN MOVE Chair ON TO THE Manc-Lusso. NEXT ONE. I would ask you so feel that we covered because up. you haven't had a problem
5: getting an item on the agenda, and why any board member would go against their own interest in terms of making it easier for board members to get items on the agenda. I have no idea. Why okay,
0: Trust, uh, Trustee Martin SAID I appreciate the input. Let's let everybody else weigh in, and if everybody else feels uh, the same way, then I mean because we we are a whole board here. So, Rios Baldini, somebody.
8: I look at future agenda items as, as just that. Perhaps we hear something in public comment. Perhaps we hear something from constituency groups. Perhaps we in, in conversation. We're not voting on anything. We're, it's not an action uh, in our discussion. It seems to me that if anything, it would be informational. That this is an idea. Let's let's mention it at future agenda items. And like I have one this evening, and we will itemize or agendicize it for the next meeting for either information, further information or some sort of uh, action or presentation if deemed uh, appropriate and timely. You know, I, I can't see talking, uh, making a vote on a bond tonight. But, so I, I did not discuss it last time to put it on the future agenda. But, but we probably could have. But it seemed inappropriate to, until we get all the information. And I'm just using that as an example. So, you know, the, taking away our ability, which you have cited as free speech or whatever, to discuss whether or not we're going to have a future agenda item just doesn't seem um, you know, prudent as far as getting the business of the board accomplished.
0: Trustee Rios.
4: I think that it's a different problem that. WE'RE ACTUALLY ALL KIND OF TALKING ABOUT INDIRECTLY HERE. OKAY. Um, I DON'T THINK THAT THERE'S ANY QUESTION THAT BOARD MEMBERS SHOULD BE ABLE TO PUT ITEMS ON THE AGENDA AND THAT they, THE RIGHT TO DO THAT SHOULDN'T BE ANY LESS THAN THE MEMBERS OF THE PUBLIC. I THINK THE, the ISSUE THAT uh, TRUSTEE MARTINSON IS GETTING AT TO WHATEVER EXTENT uh, mm-hmm. IT'S it's uh, TRUE OR ACCURATE OR, or NOT, is that there have been items that have been requested and haven't gotten on the agenda? So I, I don't think I mean, I don't think anybody would disagree that a, a board member could submit a agenda item in writing two weeks before, like the public, and get it on the agenda, right? Right. So but we're sitting here arguing about this these three words that she suggested to put in here. Uh, when I think that's not the underlying problem. I think what maybe she's looking for is that we actually say those items that are requested are going to go on the agenda. And when they come up for approval, when the agenda comes up for approval, if the board does not want to consider those things, they can be pulled off like any other item, like we've done. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah.
5: As long as we're considered members of the
4: public, so that's all
5: I want. If we're considered uh, members of the frankly, public, we the agree main, on that.
4: This d- doesn't change anything other than puts it in here. We, we I think we have that right to do that uh, with less right. than you know a whole month. So right. um, I think that's really the issue that that. Trustee Martinson's getting at that we, if I say i'd like this on the agenda, it should come up on the agenda, and of course, the board has the right to say we're, we don't want to or this isn't the right time to discuss that we're going to take it off and I'm fine with that so
0: you're fine with leaving it as is, and that it's clear that we we uh, have I'm, that right, I'm, and that the AP. I'm
4: in favor of clarifying that board members can do that, can request it. It goes on the agenda. I think it would save us, excuse me, a hell of a lot of time uh, fighting about it. We've we've fought about this for I don't know how long.
8: Years.
0: Years.
2: And and to dance around the issue, like, but that's not always. I mean, a lot of the times it's if the board agrees not to have it on the agenda and the person requesting it to be on the agenda doesn't like that then it just keeps coming back and coming back so do we want to spell out that too i mean
3: well,
0: I, I mean we could make this policy happened, you know 10 pages long if we want to try to come up with every single is situation of why something to, you know needs to go on a different agenda not the very next agenda or what you know research it, there could be so many instances
5: that's spelled out here for and the nothing
0: public. nothing that's been requested has not shown up on the agenda
4: so um i think it's been a timing issue um that's that's the issue the timing issue well uh, i don't baking. think this would require us to create a whole bunch of other issues the 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 board's uh right to remove it is you know as a whole because we don't have to go and address everything that a board member comes up. If the board we have to act as a board mm-hmm. then it can be removed. Right. And the mm- approval
8: the board chair pro- shouldn't uh, be able agenda to impeded. approval process. It's the item there already
0: just Majority votes going to pull something.
8: Exactly, up. and that
5: way we are acting as a board versus the board chair making these decisions about what's appropriate and what's not appropriate. Well, but
0: that is part of the. I mean, that's in there. If it's but in the it's, district, if it's, it has to board. do with the
5: business of the college, it's appropriate and it should come up in a timely manner.
12: That, can I ask uh, the board a uh, kind of a logistics question? In in terms, so in some ways, and I'm, I'm going to use a flip example. Um, so pardon me for that, but. If seven people are asking the sh- the oh, I won't do I won't use that example. I'll use a different one. The, if I receive a board request and we'll choose something that's maybe orthogonally related, you know sea level rise, what would the board's expectation for staff, what would you like us to do? I mean, we're going to spend ten hours at least on all of your requests, and so queue up people, do PowerPoints, submit those things. So if we have seven or eight things rolling in, or even two, that are nope, we don't want anybody to talk about that. You've you've effectively kind of wasted ten hours of staff time. Um, so you're gonna have to you're gonna have to have us some kind of a levering device in there.
5: That's that's Could covered in a policy actually. Where if it's something requires a large amount of staff time, a development of some kind of a report, that that comes from the direction of the whole board. So I think it would go up as an information item, and the board, whole board would have to direct you to do some a report that required a lot of work. An individual well, trustee I, can't I do that. And I appreciate
12: that. that. The, the only difference right now, if a if a public member like we had one tonight, um, asks for an item, it it's posted. That's it. I mean, it's a public item. The, the staff or college is under no, no obligation, nor should it be, to provide the research on that or anything else because you don't know what it's about, particularly. So we, I want you to be cognizant of if you're going to go down this direction, this is a ton of staff time that you, you may or may not waste. And
5: I would consider it the same thing that you're not obliged to do a large Amount of research for one trustee's agenda request that maybe again it comes up as the information. Well, item. it wouldn't be it,
12: in my world directs if it. it's on the agenda, it's not one trustee's agenda request, it's the board's request. Once it's on agenda, I'm, I'm treating you as a board. It is a board agenda, not, it's not a trustee's item.
4: So, Rob, so the difference. So, right. a trustee may not request an item to be placed on the agenda. Is what you're saying then? No, no,
12: no. I'm not I saying that at all. Right yeah, now, that right. you can, and it it, it it's it's um, filtered, if you will, through your elected PRES and me, and then it, it works through a timing function. No, I'm just saying, based on what you said earlier, I should speak into the mic. Based on what you said earlier, hey, w- no harm, no foul for us. If it's on the agenda, let's put it on the agenda. Anything that comes up, and if we don't want to discuss it, then we won't. We'll just pull it, which makes great sense from a board vantage point. But the underlying issues of staff preparing that item and then having it—nope, we're not going to talk about it because I'm not going to know whether sea level rise is serious for you or whether or not you're talking about, um, you know, impaction of of uh, you know seniors in the community. I'm going to take everything that's on my agenda completely serious and and pull out all the stops for you as board members, like we do. So I just. It's a question. I
5: think we need to all again acknowledge that there's other board policy that addresses that that says that only the whole board can direct a research that and report that re- requires a lot of research. So
0: everybody, so let me just get consensus here so we can move on. so so there should be no filter if a trustee wants something on the board, if all seven trustees, Want something on the agenda, we're to put all seven of those items on the agenda, and no filter to that as policy states. Um, that the board chair and the board president can determine that, as Rafael and Michael have done in the past, um, that we won't, don't want them to determine that, that we want to just put everything on.
6: Well, could we do you know, it similarly to the way that we do it with the public, where if they, if a uh, member of the board wants something on the agenda, it's placed on the agenda. If they have supporting documentation that they want to supply, they can. Then it comes to the board. And then if there is a desire to have staff research something, then the board as a whole would direct staff to do it for a future meeting.
3: Yes. I mean, unless
6: there's something that that's like has to be dealt with like right now, but I can't even imagine something like that happening where it would only just be one person who would even know about it.
5: And I think we're creating a problem that has never we, ha- we haven't had this problem. Nobody's requested anything like that, so I, I'm not sure why we're.
4: I mean, Mary think- Mary Ann has the authority to say, "Well, this is not going to go on the agenda because." Yeah, it's too much work. Or yeah, we don't have some room. some legal review or, behind it or something. Right. Um, I'm that just as a, a suggestion, well, if, but you would still have that right. When somebody said, I'd like this on the agenda, you'd say, well, no, we're not going to put it on the agenda as an action item because this is going to require all of this research that may not be with actually within our direct authority. So maybe I'll put it on. Informational item, so the board can consider it.
5: If it requires a lot of meta, large amount of work, again, I, I said that, that it should go as an information item, just like before the public, and then the board can direct so further work on it. Could, could I so share I, a,
0: I still believe that what we've got does all of this. Karoly, can I just share an example please. where it mm-hmm. worked and worked well?
11: Or a couple? Um, we came to the future agenda items item. Uh, Jennifer Baker proposed that we have an informational item on um, web and 504-508 uh, compliance. That staff took that and said, yes, we, we need to do a board presentation on that. We are in the process of our due diligence in developing an RFP and talking to consultants. And so it's been a couple of months, and it hasn't come back. But staff hasn't like just, eh, we're not doing that. And so it will return to the board as we are able to address it.
5: I think we need to remember that what we said about just agendas in general—that we were—we're. These are business meetings. I mean, as we haven't even gotten to our first action item, and it's a quarter to ten, that we said that items would be action items or items leading to board actions in the near future. And I think that we need to bring that litmus test back as well. That. WE ARE SUPPOSED TO BE PUTTING THINGS ON THE AGENDA THAT ARE EITHER ACTION ITEMS OR ARE LEADING TO BOARD ACTIONS. LIKE, FOR EXAMPLE, ACCREDITATION. IT IS LEADING UP TO US APPROVING THE ACCREDITATION REPORT. OTHERWISE, BECAUSE WE ARE NOT SUPPOSED TO BE INVOLVED WITH OPERATIONS. so ANYTHING OPERATIONAL SHOULDN'T REALLY BE ON THE BOARD.
6: CAN I ASK A QUICK QUESTION WITH A PERHAPS FOLLOW-UP SUGGESTION? DO YOU KEEP AN AGENDA CALENDAR? Yes. Says, you know, would that be something that could be shared with the entire board so like say for instance when something that was suggested previously so I don't have to bring it up again I know it's coming back
11: okay yes.
6: so I mean it, it, I mean it could be something that's in board docs or, or wherever just so that we have an idea of what's coming down the pipe.
11: We have an, an annual master calendar for regular and recurring items things like your requested informational item are sort of off the regular norm so and and I frankly don't know when that's going to come back precisely I can say it'll be probably in the next three months but
12: um, uh, let, me, okay. let me make a suggestion.: uh, I mean, you're, you are chewing up a massive amount of time. Obviously, this first read on this one has developed a lot of interest, and there are some varied points, so we're going to have to work on this, obviously, right? So I don't think this one is going to come to second read and pass by. So um, maybe back to Kyle's suggestion. put it in here and you vote on it next time with this board member in here. It'll it go up or down, and however, it shakes out. It shakes out.
2: I mean, we could have done this when it was on the second read. I mean,
5: we could just clarify this. We won't be talking about it for another consensus. four years. We're, we don't have a consensus We don't have to have a CONSENSUS. I'll put so it. Bring it back I will audit. motion it next time.
2: It's All right. Not an action item.
5: Let's move on to. Um,
0: <laughs> let's let's move on to anything. Okay, so public participation at board meetings. Do you? Any of the board members have
6: that? I had a question about yeah. that. Uh, I just was curious because there, um, in the various examples that were brought, um, there were a couple that said three minutes and a couple that said five. And I'm just wondering, I know we have five, which seems like a really long amount of time. I'm just wondering if three is OK. I like three. I like, I like
0: <laughs> three and nobody ever uses five anyway, yeah, so.
6: And All the right, other question right. I had was um, there was a bit in there that we don't really take advantage of, but if we ever did um, in terms of interrogating, which I don't like that word, but interrogating somebody who uh, to get clarifying information, is that become part of that three minutes? Or, I mean, if they get their three minutes and then we ask them a question, how do we police that? So does it become
12: yeah. crazy? PRACTICALLY in, IN THE PAST, THE PRACTICAL APPLICATION HAS BEEN IF THE PERSON HAS GOT A nice COGENT PRESENTATION FOR THREE MINUTES or AND THERE IS A QUESTION, THEN YOU IN ESSENCE OF RESET THE CLOCK FOR THEM. YOU KNOW, AND IT IS UP TO THE BOARD. I THINK IT IS UNFAIR to, TO, YOU KNOW. Yeah, you could, we, yeah,
0: yeah. WE DON'T TYPICALLY CUT PEOPLE OFF. I HAVE
7: A QUESTION so, ABOUT IT. SO CAN IT BE THE THREE MINUTES AND THEN uh, uh, QUESTION AND ANSWER?
13: What
12: does that this, we, we operate, as our parliamentarian said, as a small board, which is not as formal as a large board. So, in large boards, it would be um, motion to extend the comment for two minutes, you know, and, and that's what you would do. Um, we're a little more casual in, mm-hmm. in that approach, mm-hmm. so, and it's NAPA, you know, so everybody wants to speak.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: A question: yes. um, The second page at the top. I'm wondering, we already have in the agenda's policy. Second page at the top. Yeah. Thank you. In the red. So first, we already have in our agenda's policy how a member of the public gets an item on the agenda. And then, so I mean, I'm not against restating it here, but I'm just confused why this first paragraph says that they have to do it at the meeting. It says members wishing to present such items shall submit a written request at the beginning of the meeting to the superintendent president uh, that summarizes the item and so forth where we everywhere else it says that they just submit it 2 weeks before the meeting to the president they don't have to actually come to a meeting to submit the item i mean it could say may i mean they may submit it at the meeting but it says shall like that's the only way to you have to be do it in person at the meeting Confused there.
0: I think what it's to me, what I interpret it to say is that that's this whole policy is about public participation at the board meeting. That doesn't negate that they can do it outside of the board meeting. This is saying how they do it when they're at the board meeting. Because that's what this policy is it's about at the board meeting.
5: I guess as long as we have that second paragraph that says it's optional, where it says that you can also do it two weeks before the meeting. Because if they just, if we don't have that second paragraph then that says it's optional, which is supposedly optional, and we just have that first and they only look at this policy and don't look at the agendas policy, they'll think that they have to do it in person at the meeting. So I don't know.
0: Yes, yeah, that's, that's fine to leave the optional paragraph in.
5: Yeah, and th- maybe the first one says may, they don't, not shall, members wishing to present such items may submit a written request at the meeting, and then the other option is two weeks before the meeting, but I guess that's throwing me off is the shall, like that's a necessity.
4: It's, it's a little confusing. It seems like that paragraph in red really uh, applies to uh, those that first bullet point where people are coming to the meeting to um, speak on a matter that's not on the agenda or or then one of our agenda items where they submit the card for that specific item. Mm-hmm. It is a little confusing. It's, it seems to grant uh, the members of the public yet another way to place items of the agenda, which would be at the meeting for that meeting. But so we can't because we can't do it for that right. meeting. So that's I'm, it's confusing.
5: Right before that, the bottom of page one, it says members of the public may place items on the prepared agenda in accordance with BP two three four zero on agendas. I, I think we should just leave it at that, and they can go to that board policy to read how to put an item on the agenda, and just take out those other two paragraphs. I agree with that.
0: Says, so. What, what one do one one? you think? It says the, the following paragraph is legally advised. So Thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah. The other
5: policy.
4: It actually says it's legally required.
5: <laughs> but it's in our agendas policy. It says legally advised um, at the bottom of
3: the. Will we'll,
12: I'll I'll just say this from staff. I mean, we so noted that there there are some difficulties with this one for you. So yep, thank We'll, you. we'll check back with um, okay, Ms. Wright.
0: All right, thank you. All right, the next one is minutes. Anything on minutes? Yes, the policy analyst. Uh, we've got a note there. No changes proposed.
5: Yeah so I passed out my changes, and I've been talking about this for a while. I mean, it sounds like we might be getting rid of most of the standing committees, but just in case we don't, and we'll still have probably an audit committee, I would like it clarified that minutes um, are taken at standing committee meetings as well. So it says that the CEO shall cause minutes to be taken of all meetings of the board and its standing committees. Uh, again, just because we've had we've gone around and around and we've wasted a lot of time Discussing it um, we have staff there and they're open meetings subject to the Brown Act There should be minutes taken and posted for those meetings
0: But if you look at the AP, it says all meetings
5: and again all public meetings APs can be changed And we've had a problem with it, and th- this is our chance to put it into policy to codify it um, For us and for future boards, and I'd like to see us do that at the top, Catherine.
3: Oh.
2: Who else has had a problem with that other
5: than? You? Uh, actually, our it, this came from our audit so committee. We we wanted minutes taken, and we tried to discuss it. We had staff there, and it was an issue. So uh, we thought that we needed to address it through board policy. Um, and so this is a simple change that will just clarify now and in the future that minutes are taken at standing committee meetings. It's a broad statement. It's policy. Um, the AP can describe how that's done, how that will be accomplished with staff. But it's a policy statement, and it's appropriate for this board policy.
0: Duly noted. We can move. We can uh, vote on it at the second reading, or unless anybody, anything,
12: comes. The current one here. No, it's not current. Yeah, that on second page that's up right now, the fourth paragraph reads now, and this is not that that paper.
5: Yeah, because um, I don't have. um, Subcommittee
12: members are provided with um, uh, minutes, so it says minutes in the AP. I I think I do want to correct the record a little bit that the APs can be changed on a whim; they're they're very rarely changed if, if there's a legally required issue, and also. Even though it says, you know, CEO, president, uh, I operate in the shared governance environment as well. So the APs that affect you all and other folks, um, um, we vet very widely throughout the organization just to make sure that we're we're covering all the bases. So um, it's not a willy-nilly kind of a a piece. Um, I do get, I do take the point that you could, but um, only for a week. Or so until you didn't like that, Um, and you change it.
5: Well, currently in the AP, it says the chair of a standing committee of the board shall ensure that subcommittee members are provided with meeting notes. What's
12: that? This is not the one you're looking at. Is not correct. The AP? It's not the one that's posted, and it's so it's in here incorrectly. I think this is the one one that, that she received at the time and sent back to us. But this is not the one that's online.
5: Okay, well last time I looked it said the same thing. Any anyway, I'm still going to move at the next meeting if there's not consensus at this yeah. meeting to have the broad statement in the minutes policy and then how you want to do that with your staff would, could be described in the AP.
12: And and still just, just to move along, cause we have a huge meeting starting in a few minutes. Um we we have agreed as a uh I have heard the agreement of the board that and directed me, in which I have codified in the APs, to where we're recording now action minutes, which is not this person came to discuss this and they brought up this point. So those aren't going to show, um, especially in in the, the subcommittee. So yeah. yeah, okay.
0: Okay. So and then the last one, uh, board member compensation. Um, Trustee Baldini, you requested to review that.
8: No, it's it, it's fine. the The request was to review board member compensation, Is this not the policy. <laughs> this will be on a
12: future agenda. I think. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's
8: right. been 10 years, <laughs> ten years since we <laughs> ten years took a pay cut,
5: <laughs>
3: something like that. There you go. It,
5: it looked like the updated policy, though. Was isn't it the normal amount now? Two no. forty?
3: No. No,
8: that, yeah. that the, the uh, board of trustees some time ago, uh, when we were pre Mr. Parker, so P B P, the the board in a in a move of solidarity took a seven percent pay cut. That's never been reinstated.
2: How long did those meetings go? <laughs> they went. They went
8: till 12:30 a.m.
3: Well,
12: and this one says it says up to 2:40. So the policy is fine. You're getting less than that. Oh, okay. But it's so not, it's, not, it's, not, the it's not against the policy.
4: Yeah. Is yeah. this? Is that? I mean, I think there's a. This is legislative.
12: This is as yeah. far as you can go.
4: Is that the? Yeah, I was going to say. This I know top that there basically. is. This is, and, this is it, Raphael. And, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't
3: look right, but we're not getting that. That's so, what he's saying.
5: That's what we we could be getting happens, Dio, we're not happens. getting
12: spend it. A week. Well, we know how Bob
4: spends But
12: <laughs> well, you could, as an action item, put it on the agenda. No, two, go to two, four.
8: <laughs> Someone else I sitting I in that should, chair. I agree with Michael, I think, I, I I come think back. that's
0: what Michael's going to request
12: later, yeah, right? Yeah,
8: that that's what I was. Yeah. Not, okay. Not not that we review those. This. Pro- this policy is itself.
7: Woohoo. Yeah.
0: All right, so we are done with uh, with that item. We haven't even gotten a consent calendar yet. Um, okay, and so now we are at uh, 14.7. Correct? We're done with 14.6, and we have a public comment on 14.7. Uh, Mr. Gary Orton.
14: Madam Chair, Honorable Trustees, my name is Gary Orton. I am a Napa resident. I am here tonight requesting you, as a board, not as individual trustees expressing opinions, to pass a motion directing staff to review Board Policy 7700 in the next batch, to have staff review it in the next batch of uh, Board Policies that they are going to get, apparently, from the discussion tonight. That is going to be in the fall, in the early fall. Um, AND ALSO TO CONSIDER THE MATERIALS THAT I'VE PREVIOUSLY SUPPLIED BOTH STAFF AND THIS BOARD. Um, I'VE PLACED ON YOUR your DESK DURING YOUR BREAK um, SOME OF THOSE DOCUMENTS. I'VE PROVIDED THEM AT OTHER TIMES AND I'VE DISCUSSED, I'VE I've MADE A PRESENTATION AT THE uh, AUDIT AND FINANCE COMMITTEE. i had ALSO REQUESTED THESE DOCUMENTS, ALL OF THE DOCUMENTS, BE ATTACHED TO THIS AGENDA AND THAT REQUEST WAS DENIED. SO BE IT. Um, one of the documents that is, was contained in that, and it's in the last page of the, of the packet I just uh, put on your desk during the break, it was a news announcement from the North Orange County Community College District. It said at the November twenty, because I, I showed you this document, this BP seventy-seven hundred from North Orange County, because it's relevant and it was passed according to the news <clears throat> at the November twenty-eight, two thousand and seventeen board meeting. As legally advised by the Community College League of California, the new policy is intended to address the reporting and investigation of improper governmental activities by district employees and the protection from retaliation of those who make those reports. Also, approved was the installation of an anonymous fraud hotline, more of which I will say in a couple of minutes. Um, first, First point I want to make is the California statute titled Reporting by Community College Employees of Improper Governmental Activities requires this board assure the district that district employees who dis- desire to disclose not just suspected unlawful activities but suspected improper governmental activities will be protected. Your current policy BP7700 fails to provide such assurance. IT FAILS TO STATE THAT EMPLOYEES WILL BE PROTECTED WHEN THEY DISCLOSE THE FOLLOWING ACTIVITIES SPECIFIED IN THE ACT AS PROTECTED. ONE, ACTIVITIES IN VIOLATION OF DISTRICT POLICIES OR ADMINISTRATIVE REGULATIONS INCLUDING BUT NOT LIMITED TO HARASSMENT, DISCRIMINATION OR CONFLICT OF INTEREST. TWO, ECONOMICALLY WASTEFUL ACTIVITIES OR THOSE INVOLVING GROSS MISCONDUCT, INCOMPETENCY OR INEFFICIENCY. AND THREE, ACTIVITIES POSING SUBSTANTIAL and specific dangers to health and safety that's the first point the second point is that the governmental the government finance officers association best practice on whistleblowing their advice is that quote every government establish every government establish policies and procedures to encourage and facilitate the reporting of fraud and abuse and questionable accounting and auditing practices at a minimum the government should do all of the following—that's—and all of that stuff is contained in the, the in the back of the, the dockets I just put on your desk. Now, the the reason that's really important is that you're going to possibly be going out for bonds. The underwriters—they like it if you comply with the Gofa standards and best practices. You're not complying with the best practice now because listen to what Gofa says as to what the best practice is regarding whistleblowing. At a minimum, do all of the following. F- formally approve and widely distribute and publicize an ethics policy that can, be, can serve a, as a practical basis for identifying potential instances of fraud or, or abuse and questionable accounting or auditing practices. Two, establish practical mechanisms, e.g. hotline, to permit the confidential anonymous reporting of concerns about fraud or abuse and questionable accounting and, or auditing practices. I'm going to skip a little bit. By the way, as an aside, some of those mechanisms I provided in in those uh, statements, the the documents I provided you. Third bullet point, a government should regularly publicize the availability of these mechanisms and encourage individuals who may have relevant information to provide it. Fourth bullet point, these are things the best practices say you should be doing. Since ensuring or enhancing confidentiality can significantly increase costs, consider minimizing those costs by providing a separate reporting mechanism for employees who typically desire greater assurance. And it goes on to say, you know, one of the ways you can do this is have a hotline, and this is exactly what North County did, or North Orange County. And there are several other points, but look at the last one. The last one they say have the audit committee as part of its evaluation of the government's internal control framework. Examine the documentation of how complaints were handled, to satisfy itself that the mechanisms for reporting instances of potential fraud or abuse and questionable accounting or auditing practices are in place, are in place and working satisfactorily. And the reason I popped up and said, "Gee, I'd like to have some input about getting rid of the audit committee," there's another one, and I'm going to pass. I've got several of these, so I got plenty of these. Let me have these passed out. This is. This is the, I'm giving you the GOFA best practices for audit committees. Let me read the first line. Three main groups are responsible for the quality of financial reporting. The governing body, financial management, and the independent auditors. Of these, the governing body must be seen as first among equals because of its unique position and the ultimate monitor of the financial reporting process. Going down to the recommendation of this GOFA best practices, for audit committees says the governing body of every state and local government should establish an audit committee or its equivalent. So you really don't want to be getting rid of audit committees. As a matter of fact, if you look at the whistleblowing, the whistleblowing policy best practices is there's got to be a mechanism for people to report questionable financial reporting. The way you do that is you have an audit committee the, the, that, that people can go to, that employees can go to and talk and disclose things to the audit committee or individual trustees on the audit committee. It's all, uh, it's, it's all together. You can't talk about these things separately. Let me go on. So none of your current board policies or administrative policies provide for any of those recommended minimum requirements contained in the GofA best practices for whistleblowing. Okay. Let me go on. Why do I make this request now? Because the need has never been greater. The district appears to be on course to implement a large capital improvement program which will require increased vigilance and oversight of financing, contracting, construction, accounting, and reporting. No clear guidance exists for employees wanting to disclose safely their concerns about a suspected improper activity. As stated in the Government Finance Officers Association's best practices, quote, in most cases, potential instances of fraud or abuse and questionable accounting or auditing practices come to the attention of responsible parties thanks to employees or citizens who become aware of such practices. Government can and should take practical steps to encourage and facilitate such reporting, close quote. WHERE IS the, where's THE DISTRICT POLICY THAT ADVISES EMPLOYEES HOW TO RAISE CONCERNS AND ASSURES THEM THAT THEIR REPORTED CONCERNS WILL BE TAKEN SERIOUSLY, INVESTIGATED APPROPRIATELY, AND TREATED CONFIDENTIALLY? WHERE IS THE DISTRICT POLICY THAT ASSURES EMPLOYEES THAT THEY WILL BE PROTECTED FROM REPRISALS FOR DISCLOSING SUSPECTED IMPROPER GOVERNMENTAL ACTIVITIES? THEY DON'T EXIST. WE NEED THAT Then THAT SHOULD BE DONE SOON. LASTLY, THE NEED FOR A POLICY THAT IMPLEMENTS THE LAW WAS DRIVEN HOME RECENTLY WHEN I LISTENED TO DISCUSSIONS OF THIS BOARD ABOUT THE PROPER ROLE OF INDIVIDUAL TRUSTEES IN COMMUNICATING WITH CONCERNED EMPLOYEES. CURRENTLY NO POLICY ADVISES EMPLOYEES THAT THEY HAVE THE STATUTORILY PROTECTED RIGHT TO DISCLOSE CONCERNS TO A DISTRICT ADMINISTRATOR, A BOARD TRUSTEE OR THE CHANCELLOR OF THE CALIFORNIA COMMUNITY COLLEGES. Some members of this board seem to express a notion that no trustee should discuss concerns of employees, that somehow it never being explained exactly why that it would be unethical for them to do so. Nothing could be further from the truth. This board as a body needs to wrap its head around the reality that each trustee has a duty under law to receive in confidence disclosures by employees of suspected improper activities. THIS IS PART OF THE BOARD'S DUTY TO ENCOURAGE EMPLOYEES TO COME FORWARD WITH THEIR CONCERNS OF IMPROPER ACTIVITIES AS DEFINED BY LAW. SO TO REPEAT MY REQUEST MADE AT THE BEGINNING OF MY REMARKS, PLEASE ADOPT A MOTION TO PUT a REVIEW OF BP 7700 7, TOGETHER WITH the, THE INFORMATION I PROVIDED, INCLUDING BEST PRACTICES OF GOFA AND THE CALIFORNIA, THE, the, the ACT REGARDING IMPROPER ACTIVITIES. PLEASE CONSIDER THAT IN THE NEXT BATCH OF of POLICIES THAT YOU'RE GOING TO BE REVIEWING, THAT that YOUR STAFF IS GOING TO BE REVIEWING AND THAT YOU'RE GOING TO BE GETTING. Um, THIS IS PART OF YOUR OVERSIGHT RESPONSIBILITY. SO I THANK YOU VERY MUCH FOR YOUR THOUGHTFUL CONSIDERATION, ALLOWING ME THE TIME THAT YOU'VE GIVEN ME. I'M willing TO ANSWER QUESTIONS AND REQUEST THE OPPORTUNITY TO RESPOND BRIEFLY TO ANY COMMENTS OF STAFF OR TRUSTEES may have and i'd also request that i be allowed to address the um, the council of presidents when it considers revising bp 7700 and a brand new ap 7700 which i also provided as a mock of the the same one that uh, is based on the same one that the uh, north county um, community college north, north orange county community college district did and it's rather extensive because it, it tells what the responsibilities of staff us what of board members when they get a um, a disclosure, um, and it doesn't necessarily mean that the board member goes is, starts investigating. But there's got to be a process, a regularized process, to make that sure that's done, that it remains confidential, and it gets investigated. Again, thank you.
5: Thank you. So I'll make a motion. Uh, no. I'll, I'll move oh. that we. Well, well, I can make a motion.
0: This is an informational item.
5: It doesn't matter. You can make a motion during. You can direct staff. You can direct the president to do things during an informational item. There's nothing in the Brown Act doesn't even distinguish between information and action items. I can make a motion. So I move that we direct the president to prioritize review of the Whistleblower Protection Act when college constituents return in the fall.
0: Is there a second? I'll oh, second.
12: I mean that the motion is stated as. Yeah, no, it, yeah, it's yeah, that's fine. The
0: motion is
12: what it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It, it, I mean, well, it's So I made a motion. There's is a second. Happen. So
5: then let's just codify it in the minutes. So can we vote on it? Um, so I can repeat. I think you're
12: really looking for like a you know more of a direction. A direction, right? Because you really can't vote. Uh, well, now, I mean, actually it can. it's not we, a recorded.
0: On an action item.
5: Yeah, yeah like so, I said, Brown doesn't even yeah. distinguish between information and action. You can we yeah, but can your make board governance
12: rules do. So do? you you want you don't want to violate those or mm-hmm. deny the public the right to bring this vote, Very so to speak. So and and, and to honor hear. Gary's request, I mean, you're you're really trying to get to. Do you want staff? Does the board feel? Yeah, you would like, they you they like staff to okay. elevate
3: so this? So if
0: I if I could continue, could we continue here? There is a document. Um, so, as as Mr. ORTON has uh, brought to us, and you know, would like for us to to uh, review this along, you know, in the next batches that are coming up in the fall. That is the plan. So, I see no problem with that whatsoever. Um, I do want to alert Car- CAROLIE? So, so staff put a document based on um, go, would you just go through that document real quick um, sorry i w-
11: I was deep in thinking about how your action is to direct staff, and you can do that at right. any time um, it's sort of like right. a future agenda item <laughs>
3: right right, um, right
11: right but uh we we cannot act on the policy because that is not an action item. So um, it's uh, it's it's placed here at the request of a member of the public. Um, but at, in the district's regular review cycle, um, this policy will be coming back in the fall. And um,
5: but we can discuss it and give direction not only in terms of prioritizing it, but also in terms of. Whether or not we'd like to see some of these changes, just like we've discussed all of the other items, uh, other policies during information and discussion, and so I just want to go on record that um, I would like to see it brought up to legal standard. And if 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 it goes beyond just reporting unlawful activity, and employees have a right to be protected even when they report improper activity, I think that the law that our policy should reflect. Their actual rights that they have under the law, so um, I support not only prioritizing it for the fall, but also uh, taking his uh, suggestions and bringing it up to legal standard and what the law actually allows.
0: So it does say right here in this document, third paragraph, that it's coming up in the fall. So I'm not sure what the conversation and as far as um, and I know, Mr. Orton. Uh, forwarded this to everyone is that um that there was you know Ron directed to get legal opinion on the peril that it would put us in and there was no uh no reason for expediting it tomorrow um because of you know any legal jeopardy or anything of that nature. So um so I'm not sure. I see that there's any. I think that there, it is what it is. I mean, I think we're doing what what we're being asked to do. So yeah, let's just move
12: on. But just to put it, so Gary is clear. Let me let me just say that this is going this is going forward as a review in the fall, mm-hmm. which is imminently a couple months away. Mm-hmm. The any changes that the board this is not in chapter two this has to go through the full governance process and meet all of the requirements of those folks and um the, the uh, um from a from a community MEMBERS, layperson or trained either way th- those would have to be also legally reviewed so that whole process it, it is going to happen anyway um and now could i guarantee that all the changes that um the board wants will make the first read. Nope, but you could kind of keep going through the iteration until you got what you wanted. At least
5: I think it would be good though if people weighed in at this point as far as whether or not they would like to see those kinds of changes, like the change from il- unlawful to improper. Um, so that, because I guess what I'm concerned about is that when it goes through the process, that it's not even going to be presented. That just the CCLC template is going to be presented to the council of presidents and. I guess what I'd like to see the board do is direct that this version be presented and that that it's the desire of the board that these kinds of changes be adopted. I guess that's what I would like to see happen.
4: Is that
2: the real motivation behind it? Yeah, to give direction that let's,
5: we let's, support.
4: How about we just stick on. to the, the issue and move on? I think what Gary has asked is actually happening. Right. I, I wouldn't be ready to say one thing or another without seeing what the legally required template says. Right. So
5: It's the same.
0: Consent calendar,
2: please. Yes. Madam Chair.
0: Let's let's. So 15 uh 15.1 approval of consent calendar and hopefully there's nothing I, I, to I pull on it. I have a couple, but
5: I have a couple. I'm wondering, is there are there any things we can be postponing to the next meeting at this point? Because it's like 10:15 or not. Really? Yeah. <laughs> We're just starting the action items. <laughs> is it really that late? <laughs> yeah. Well, the
4: consent calendar. Is everybody? I know, anybody? but
5: I have a couple items. Anyway, uh, they'll be fast. But I wanted to pull. Fifteen point six. Fifteen point nine and fifteen point one zero. Sorry.
3: Six.
0: <laughs> what was it? Fifteen point six. Fifteen
5: point nine and fifteen point ten.
0: Okay. Fifteen point six, fifteen point nine, and fifteen point ten are uh, removed from consent calendar. Um, and so, if there are no objections, the rest of the consent calendar. Is approved. All right, consent calendar approved. Move the to the next three items.
10: And those,
0: uh, those are now. Let's see. I've moved those on the agenda. Let's see what happened
10: there. I hope those are the correct three. I did it rather quickly. Career education program advisory committees.
2: Martinson. I'm was those the right was that one of
10: your Um
5: No. Did I
2: grab the wrong uh-uh. one? Uh-uh. Okay. Right. Fifteen
5: point six, it's the fee adjustments. Six, nine, and ten. Previously known
12: as 6, 9. Yeah, previously known.
0: Previously known as the I grabbed as them friends. and
12: moved
10: them, so perhaps you could read me the titles.
12: Um, fee adjustments on full cost childcare center program?
8: Sixteen point three now. Discussion over min- is now an action mm-hmm.
10: item? Is that Amended,
12: correct? Amendment to the bookstore operating agreement. Okay. And the last one that I heard was approved consultant services for American Canyon Family Resource Center.
10: Okay, so those are now action items. Amendment correct. to bookstore operating agreement is now 16.1. Approved consultant services agreement with American Canyon is now 16.2, and 16.3 is fee adjustments on full-cost Child
0: Development Center? Yeah. Is that correct? Yes. So we need to refresh your page so that everything okay. shows properly.
9: I'm there.
5: So refresh? How do I ref- refresh?
4: How do you refresh? up there? Rejoin. The oh, yeah. ah. oh shoot. Sure.
10: Okay. And,
0: and calendar is approved. All right. Are we ready to go through action items? Katherine, are we ready?
10: Almost, just about. So this will become an action item. Okay.
4: Nice if there was a hotel on campus.
10: <laughs> yes, I am, but I can't figure out. I need to change it to an action item, not consent. Can't I do that live time? Yeah. It's not working though. Do I oh, save yeah. somewhere? I go like Whoa. so. Remove. Yeah, be tough. Oh, here's the Get save.
11: Get out of meeting manager and into the meeting, whatever. Yeah, no, I got it. I got it. Action.
10: Remove. Save. Action, remove that and save. Okay, we're ready to go.
3: So. 16.1,
0: yeah. amendment to bookstore operating agreement, is that correct? That's the new yes. 16.1? Yes, right. ma'am. So okay, uh, so let's get a motion to approve. Second. And a second? Okay, and any discussion?
5: Yeah. So a while back, when we were talking about the cost of books, um, we had asked if it might be possible to do some kind of an analysis of the cost of books when we were self-operating versus when we shifted to using Barnes and Nobles in 2013. Um, and I remember you saying, Dr. Kraft, that you thought that would be pretty easy to do. And I'm just wondering if we did anything like that before we decided to renew the contract with Barnes and Nobles, or not.
12: Well, I'm I'm wondering which version of me said that would be easy to do. <laughs> um, I, that would be very difficult. I think maybe what I said is you could you could probably look at our top line. Um, oh, and Carol Lee can address this because we have been talking about the the cost of books. I do know that the Barnes and Noble here on campus is competitive with other booksellers. Um, that said, that's about all I can. Honestly, yes. say to you, Carley may be able to share more light in the last round.
11: Well, I I don't have that comparison. Um I know our bookstore was not profitable in the least, and that prices were approximately the same. Uh, I also know books. that the district is moving towards the Eric. What's it called? Zero. Uh, zero. Z-based. Z-based.
12: Yeah, uh, open educational resources. The, uh, yeah, the
11: OER. Right to. Uh, To you know, benefit the students, and that's always uppermost in our minds.
5: Okay. Yeah, I just was wondering. It just seems like self-operating. We're not building in like profit and things like that, versus you know a for-profit company. So I just was wondering what the Uh, difference would be. The labor
12: costs in the old bookstore far exceeded. uh, You know, it's 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 hidden. It's another cost in the in the district. So it's out of the students' pocket or out of the classroom, if you will. Mm -hmm. So it's a much more efficient operation. So uh, it would be my guess that you know all in all we we receive a benefit and the students do as well. Um,
5: But we're moving towards something different anyway. But so we'll have Barnes and Nobles, but this other option is that what we're saying?
11: Um, We expect with the open resources that textbook sales will be declining, not just for us but across the nation, the globe. Um, It's the way the world's moving.
5: Okay. All right. Thank you.
0: All right, so can we uh, move to vote? Could you please repeat the
10: first
8: and second? I was the second. First and second. It okay. was the first. I
0: got it backwards. Are we electronically voting? Yes. I would we imagine are so on action items.
10: Okay, online voting is available. Does that the student uh, trustee? The student trustee will make his vote verbally. I would. I.
9: Sorry? I.
0: Yes. Oh. Thank you. Okay, we are unanimous. Thank you. 16.2 Approve Consultant Services Agreement with American Canyon Family Resource Center. Move approval. I Any discussion?
5: Yeah, I, I brought you? this up when it got approved a year ago. And um, so this is for somebody to work in the career center, working on resumes and doing career workshops and I brought up at that time that that's the work of a counselor, um, and I was wondering why we didn't weren't hiring a half time counselor, or full-time counselor for that position. Um, and now it's a year later, and we're renewing it again. And I guess obviously it's something that we think is important that we're going to be re, you know we're renewing it two years in a row. And so I guess I just want to make a statement more than anything that uh, it seems like that should be a. A regular college employee, um, somebody to work in the Career Center, helping students with career
3: related activities.
6: I could be wrong, but I feel like I remember when you asked this last year that the reasoning behind it was because since this is a contract with a group rather than just with a single individual, we actually basically get more bang for our buck.
15: Uh, actually, it's a third more bang for 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 a buck because position, as, as you're referring to, could cost anywhere from 95000 to 160000 Uh So that's a bang for a buck. And it's not necessarily a, a role for for a counselor. I would disagree with that. Okay.
5: I guess maybe for a high school counselor it is because we have high school counselors <coughs> working in our career center services. We, we have others are who are so
15: trained to, uh, to do that, uh, that sort of counseling for careers. This individual is primarily assigned to assisting us with our college affairs. Uh, with resume writing, uh, with making sure that that the employers who are seeking uh, students to to work are actually found and and and, and referred, and also working with their internships, which has increased, uh, you know, by you know, by very very and by, job and manage, fairs, job fairs of course. Mm-hmm. So. Has
5: this always been a, a consultant in this role, or has it ever it been, it's been a college specialist. Employee?
15: actually? It's been a specialist, so it's been a position that, that that was classified position. Uh, Edward Bionis was the last person that held position. Uh, years ago, about six years ago or so, and so for a while there was a gap in in the services and uh, rationale for for that for not hiring a position was it was was economics the funding wasn't available, and as we assess things a bit more, we we started focus on those services that are more specific and more particular to the needs of our students, and so and as so exposing our students to jobs and to opportunities to, you know for from the work. Uh, and prepare them for those jobs with 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 resume writing and, and things of that nature. And now internships are a big thing, so we're focused primarily in those areas because that's what our students are, are 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 asking for and that's what they're needing. So it used to be a classified person. That's correct.
5: Okay. So are we basically saving money because we're not paying benefits?
15: You got the benefits. You you I mean, you got the vacation, you got the sick leave, you got the insurance, all that kind of stuff. Yes. Okay. All
5: right. I guess yeah. I mean I'm gonna abstain because I still feel like it should, you know, it's a it's a valuable position. I think but, it should be worth But I think you need to
15: But you need to realize that those of us who are who are student affairs have more knowledge of what the needs are yeah. of our students. And so unless unless you're uh, you're here every day and, and, and see the surveys and the information, we're the ones that make that make the determination and we believe we, we, we make it very soundly.
5: Yeah. I think that there are uh I guess I'm saying I agree with you that it has so much value that I think it should be a permanent position. Kind of like what we were talking about with temporary positions that are kind of year to year and you don't know if they're gonna continue. I think it has so much value that I guess I just would like to see it be a permanent position. That's all I'm saying. It's just
15: duty noted.
0: So yeah. Oscar uh consider or so Oscar has submitted this to us and this is his recommendation. Um so we call have a motion
10: the and a second, and we need those to be spoken out loud oh, so I'm that sorry. they can be captured. Um,
0: the so we, we Iverson moved, Iverson. and I, Iverson
8: seconded, and I oh, made the motion. Baldini
0: Iverson. Okay, thank you. All right, and we'll vote. Online voting is available
9: now. I would yes.
10: Thank you.
0: All right, we'll move on to 16.3. Motion carries. We have one
10: abstention, Martinson.
0: Okay. Sorry. Excuse me. That's okay. Sorry. I moved too fast. I was kind of getting in a hurry here. Um 16.3, fee adjustments on Full Cause Child Development Center program. Motion to approve, please.
6: Move for approval. Second.
0: That was Iverson moved and Baker second. Any
5: Discussion. I just I pulled it. I was, I don't know what the fees were before, so how much they're jumping. But I guess I was just looking at the description of the item, and it says they're being adjusted to be more in line with market value. So we all know like how expensive daycare is, and so I'm just wondering. Kind of when we talked about the housing, is the goal affordability? Is it profit? I'm just wondering with this daycare. Um, you know, if the goal is to to make money off of it, or if it's just to provide affordable daycare for employees and students. And I just was wondering about the increase in the fees.
0: So I THINK IT'S GETTING A BIT IN THE WEEDS, BUT DEAN, YOU WILL
16: CLARIFY THAT INFORMATION. Um, SO FIRST, um, YOU DON'T KNOW THIS ABOUT ME, BUT I WOULD NEVER TRY TO MAKE MONEY OFF OF CHILDREN AND FAMILIES. (laughs) BUT I UNDERSTAND YOUR CAUTION AND CONCERN. SO WE ARE ACTUALLY BELOW MARKET VALUE FOR THE AREA FOR SIMILAR CARE, EVEN WITH THIS INCREASE. WE ARE STILL BELOW um, THE COUPLE OF OTHER PROGRAMS THAT OFFER SIMILAR CARE. THE, the, the KIND OF NET CHANGE IS ABOUT A DOLLAR PER DAY. AND WE ALSO MADE TWO OTHER CHANGES. SO YOU'LL NOTICE ON your, THE FORM THAT YOU HAVE, IT SAYS MONDAY, WEDNESDAY, OR TUESDAY, THURSDAY, OR MONDAY, TUESDAY, WEDNESDAY, THURSDAY, OR MONDAY THROUGH FRIDAY. AND THAT IS TO MATCH OUR COURSE OFFERING SCHEDULE. And that will make it easier for us to staff the program. One of the things right now is parents might choose Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Well, what happens when a family does that is it prevents when you're full or close to full or it changes your staffing, it Prevents a family from coming on Tuesdays and Thursdays if someone's coming Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So, and we compared ourselves actually to um, a couple other large programs in the community, and that is the same type of schedule that they offer for families. We also changed the. Um, you'll notice it says um, up to eight hours or over eight hours. That used to be up to nine or over nine. And we changed it to actually match the other centers in the area. So basically the net is where you see $1,000. It went up from like 950 to 1000 uh, The other programs in the community charge closer to 1200 okay. So we're still below market.
5: Are we comparing ourselves to like public programs or pro- like private programs? What are we comparing ourselves um,
16: to? Do you mean public as in state funded? Yeah. like. State-funded are usually cheaper, just understood. because they're state-funded. They're usually cheaper for families because families make certain incomes that el- make them eligible for state-funded programs. Mm-hmm. The um, so it's it's more comparable to private um, programs, which are can be profit or nonprofit, and often that's usually um, an administrative kind of thing and a legality thing more than a I'm making a lot of money doing this if it's profit. So we try to match up with those programs. The program right now um, is not not completely covering its cost, but we're we're undercharging. And if you, the other difference is is that if you break that down by days, um, if you come five days a week, your daily rate is a little bit less than if you came four and two three. So the highest daily rate is the two days a week, because it blocks. Bigger patterns for other families, essentially.
6: Is this a monthly fee or? It is a monthly fee,
16: and it's the same monthly fee even if we are closed, which is standard for the industry for child development programs. Thank you. You're welcome. All right, let's vote.
10: Okay, you should be ready to go. I would yes. Okay. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Okay, we have a unanimous vote. It carries.
0: um, Oh, and then we had a, did you get who moved and who seconded? I did. Okay, Thank you. Um, Okay, 16.4, approval of the Napa Valley Community College District, 2018-2019 initial proposal for negotiations with the Napa Valley College Faculty Association. C C A C T A N E A. CTA,
5: NEA. Move to
16: approve?
0: I can. And we'll vote.
5: It,
16: it helps. Any if you discussion?: it
0: out loud. Oh, I'm sorry. Martinson moved, and um, Iverson second.: Thank you. Any discussion? All right, let's move to vote. Oh yes. Thank you:
10: yeah. Okay, we've got a
0: unanimous vote. It carries. Sixteen point five for of five financial documents. Do I have a motion?
9: Move to approve. Second.
0: That was Rios and uh, Kawaja. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the,
10: that's my problem. Where
0: we we can't do the, the student, student. You can't uh, audit, uh, digitally can't do the, the online vote. Second. Thank you. Okay, Baldini. Any discussion? All right. We'll vote. Yes. Thank you. So I want to clarify. I want to fix that because we do want to give Husefa the opportunity to make to motions and p- second.
10: Yes, I spoke to board docs tonight. They're they're uh, working on that fix. Okay. But they couldn't give me a timeline. Okay.
5: I was wondering also maybe if we could have him say his vote out loud first since it's advisory, because now with online voting, we don't even know how he votes and it's advisory, so we're not getting the benefit of that. So, anyway. Okay. 16.6, 2018
0: 2019 tentative budget. Move approval. Second. It was Baldini and uh, (laughs) (laughs) Segura. Okay, thank you.
2: I mean, if you'd like
7: to. Do you really want to? Any any discussion or
13: comments? I didn't include the two hundred and forty dollars, so I just thought we might want to talk about that.
8: It's sixteen dollars and eighty cents.
0: I think we're ready to vote. Are we okay?
10: Ready to go?
5: Yes. Thank you. I have a question. I have a question about the budget. We, uh, we just go? voted. <laughs> this is see. This is what's wrong with our meetings being this late. This is the tentative budget. We're not talking but about. I it. asked if
0: there was any it? discussion. So I'm sorry. Did you read it's it? It's not before? like
5: I didn't we ask for discussion. We even went through it in our audit committee. I can't believe you don't have questions about it, Trustee Iverson. I
2: wasn't through it because I sat had on the audit committee and I was golden,
3: mm-hmm.
2: except for the 240.
0: Okay, sixteen point seven approval um, of special. I, per- I never
5: voted. I haven't. My vote hasn't come up yet. Oh,
10: oh go I don't see why. I see the little thingy waiting for you.
4: Okay, hold on. Main agenda. Main agenda.
10: Okay. There it is. If you'd like to vote verbally, I can mark it. I got it. Okay, thank you. That is unanimous.
0: Oh, She always okay. done. Oops, here we go. Oh.
7: Thank you. Next. What is she
0: doing? I'm waiting for her to tell me what the vote was. Oh, Oh, that was unanimous it carries. Okay. Okay, sorry. All right. Sixteen point seven approval of special privileges for non resident tuition. Move approval. Who said that? Oh Segura? Yes. (laughs) Made a motion. And second. Second Baldini.
2: Thank you. We're having a lot of these.
0: Any discussion?
2: I just is this
8: like I feel like we're having
0: this is reoccurring.
15: This is his third. Yes. 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 And, and and we can go up to four times okay. if, if, if the board chooses, but uh, but this will probably be the, the last time for this individual. Thank you.
0: Any other discussion? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, we'll go ahead and vote.
10: Thank you. The motion carries unanimously.
0: 16.8, resolution establishing 2018-2019 appropriations GAN limit. Is there a motion? Move approval. Rios made a motion. Second. Second, Segura. Any discussion? All right. We shall vote. Online voting is open.
9: Yes.
10: Thank you.
0: Motion carries unanimous. Thank you. Proposition 30 Education Protection Account Spending Plan. Do I have a motion? Move approval. Baldini, make a motion. Second. Second, Iverson.
5: I just have a question.
0: Any discussion?
5: Yeah, just a question. I thought, when is this sunsetting? I thought this was sunsetting.
13: Certain elements of it were extended um, a few years back, um, so the uh, increase in sales tax sunset. But certain elements of it do continue um, continued uh, uh, in the 1718 year and will also continue into 1819.
0: Okay. All right. I believe we're ready to vote.
10: Online voting is available.
9: Thank
0: you. The motion, I mean, um, carries unanimous. Thank you. 16.10 Five year capital outlay construction plan and district order of priority. Um, can I have a motion and a second? And then I think we probably have. Move approval. Will have
10: second.
0: Okay. Baldini and Baker. Okay. And then I believe, Bob, you do want to tell us some things on this one or not?
13: Not really, no. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right. Just to,
13: just to say that it is it is in line with what you saw earlier tonight, the overall project plan. And okay. just keep in mind, this is only what would be accomplished during a five-year period. So there are projects on the overall list that fall outside of this time frame.
0: Okay. And Thank he you, just I'm sorry. Oh, good night, Diana.
7: Good night, Diana.
5: I'm trying to sneak you out. <laughs> so, is it either either or locally funded, or future project, or both? because like, locally, so right away, we're assuming we're gonna we're relying on the bond to cover all these.
13: Well, we would rely on some local funding source. You know, so for example, if we're talking about the viticulture lab and replacing the ag lab. That's local funding. The idea is that that would be coming from the NVC Foundation um, fundraising,
8: or if trustees write checks, to <laughs> t- or if tr- that's mm-hmm. right, they projects. Like Sixteen dollars. That's what that. <laughs> <laughs> if we have it. We could give it. <laughs>
2: I would have liked to have seen the gymnasium and fields on there.
13: Well the gym is on here um, it's number 11 building 600 Does that include the fields? It though? does not include the fields. The fields this capital outlay construction plan is for BUILDINGS. so the fields wouldn't be included in this.
3: Find that through a private partner?
13: We could. Yes. But I guess what I'm saying is that this isn't something the field improvements aren't something that we would include in this um, uh, information that we send to the state.
0: Is that considered though? That is considered capital though. If it was, you know, if we went forward with a bond and
13: oh, it would certainly it fall could into be in that. that. Yes. Okay.
0: All right. Thank you. Um, okay. So, any further discussion on that? If not, we'll get ready to vote.
10: Uh, motion carries unanimously. Did you get who safe as vote?
0: I was looking at you. Yes. I'm sorry, okay.
10: I, I forgot to look at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
0: Sixteen point eleven memorandum of understanding with Mentis and Napa Valley College. We have a motion.
6: Oops, hold on just a minute. Move approval.
0: Second. Baker Rios. Any discussion? Then we are ready to vote. Okay, online
10: voting is open.
0: Yes. Thank you. I heard it that time. <laughs> We're
9: is waiting it for
2: Trustee Iverson. I voted. I'm actually abstaining. Oh, I uh,
10: see that. I'm sorry. So,
2: director okay.
10: So the motion carries with one abstention. Uh, Trustee Iverson abstaining.
0: Um for some reason 16.12 is still there and we pulled that at the beginning of the meeting. This is
5: true.
10: We're moving to 16.13. Okay. okay.
0: is that going
5: to come off the agenda? It will. Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: It should have been removed. It should have been pulled. We'll note that
11: it was removed during the
0: agenda. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, in the minutes. Oh, okay. Okay, thank you.
2: Good thing there is no public comment on that one. <laughs>
0: There almost was. Um 16.13 human resources document. Can I get a motion? No Second. Uh Iverson Segura. Okay.
10: Thank you. Ready? Ready to vote? Yes, ready okay. to vote. Thank you. Sorry. Yes. Thank you.
0: I kind of fall asleep. Uh-huh. Okay,
10: motion carries. It's unanimous.
0: All right. 17.1 Standing Committees, District Auxiliary Services, is there a report?
7: Nope, we haven't met.
0: Uh, Viticulture and Wineway Foundation, is there a report? No. Legislative Affairs, no. Audit and Finance?
5: Yeah, we met. So, we have our first set of approved minutes, which uh, they're not online yet, but I'm assuming they'll be put online um, for people to review. And as far as this last meeting, we reviewed the tentative budget. We also met the auditors. Uh, We have a new auditor, well, same firm, but a new person, um, and heard about some of his preliminary uh, findings um, during his first week at the campus. Um, He said they were kind of, you know, Things that could be corrected still. So there was um, an issue with um, a few employees not having I-9 forms, um, which is they need to have. And then there was an issue of um, the main thing he talked about was credit cards, the credit card district credit cards, and that uh, there's supposed to be a second signature. And that when a budget center manager was using the card, there was no second signature. To kind of as a check and balance, and then also there were two cases where uh, vendors were used that weren't approved. Um, And then we're still working on the subcommittee description, and we'll finalize that at our next audit meeting. And that's it.
0: All right, thank you. Uh, Real Property Management Committee, did you meet?
2: Oh, Baldi. Sleep over there, oh,
4: but I don't sleep? A
8: no, what what I w- wanted to point out is our, our student trustee here, three and four. Had, his predecessor was in three and
0: four, so I oh.
8: wanted the board chair to recognize him or not, as a, to continue on in the role of his predecessor.
0: Got it. Okay. That's where my mind was. Okay. Okay. Great. So, Husefa, um, would you like to? Be a part of those committees, legislative and audit? Sure. Okay. <laughs> Let me wave my magic wand. <laughs> you are now a part of those committees. Thank you, Michael. You no, know, we haven't
8: met, but we would like to meet prior to the next meeting, prior to the 1st of July, prior to June 30th.
0: Okay.
9: Do I get to know the voting? Uh, the sorry, the meeting times and the meeting dates. When you, When
0: you have the so on the legislative committee, we will um, we'll be looking at that soon. Right now, legislators aren't in session, so we kind of took a little bit of a break. Um, but we'll we'll get that out. It's we haven't we don't have a definite schedule yet. Um. And McPherson Distinguished Teacher Award is done, right? Yep. All right.
15: They're still
0: (laughs) distinguished. All right. Future agenda items. I actually have one. Yes. I would like
2: to see the I'm not quite sure how to phrase it, but the facility maintenance of the Fields out there. I was walking around the other day before the Silverado's game and it, there was some piles of dirt. I actually took pictures. I didn't post them, but I would like to see on the agenda if we can't maintain it to a level, notwithstanding the MOU with the Silverado's, that we maybe look at going out with a private vendor company.
0: Okay. All right. Well and I saw Bob taking some notes so um, and we're getting you must, that you
12: you want us to bring a contract to you?
0: No. <laughs> well, I don't
12: want to get into the whole union
2: side of it, but I'd like to figure out how just we can. just
0: uh, keep it it simple. You just want to find you just want to put maintenance
2: of the fields
5: in the fields on the agenda.
2: Put an additional worker out there. Help.
5: Like information item, discussion item. Right. right. Okay.
0: And you're you've captured that I'm right? Capturing
10: right now. I'm taking notes. Okay. Thank you.
0: All right, and then hold on one second. We already know yours, right? Or uh, no? Two. Go. You have two. Yes. Okay.
8: Well, one and and this, Carolee reminded me again in her statement about honorary degrees because I've. I have asked for that previously, and um, and my feelings is, uh, at graduation, we said, Dr. Kraft said that this degree has worth, and, when, and if you can't give it away, it doesn't have any worth. So what I'm asking for is a look into honorary degrees. I know that's probably part of 10 plus one, et etc., et etc but uh, Rockland Community College in New York uh, states that the uh, the Honorary Associates degree is the highest form of recognition to persons of exceptional distinction. Okay. And I think that would have been a nice touch if you look at Senator De Leon from Pritzker and Claremont Colleges to award him a honorary degree or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, th- I think it's important. I think it's a, an additional... Chip that we have for recognition for um, and if going forward these keynote speakers or even any a member of the community uh, that has served the college with distinction, mm-hmm. I think that ought to be an option that the Board of trustees at uh, the Napa Valley Community College be able to award an honorary degree
0: so we can put it on as an information item um, to then be brought forward to policy people. Okay. All right. The, and uh, the other Michael? And then the, the compensation. Compensation. Board compensation. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Trustee Martinson.
5: So mine's an action item. It's a um, the resolution in support of an oil production tax in California to raise money for higher education. I developed the resolution for the legislative subcommittee. When I was on it, and everybody said they agreed with it but didn't think it was the right time. And mm-hmm. I think it is the perfect time because I think the public needs to know that we're not just always coming to them for money, that we're also trying to access more state money. Um, and so I, I've developed it, it doesn't require any staff time. I've done all the work on it. And so I'd like it to come forward for a vote before the, the entire board.
0: I think it would have to come forward as an information item first. Why?
5: It's an action item.
12: No, I think you could
0: do it. We could do it as an action item right away.
5: Okay. So it's a it's a resolution in support of an oil production tax in California to raise money for higher education.
10: Got it.
0: All right. Any additional agenda items? Requests for agenda items? Just when I would like to just add one thing that uh, when you do request an agenda item, if I do. Reach out to get more information um, that I can, you know, get some specifics if I need to, to bring to the meeting to plan uh, the agenda. That helps. All right. Trustee Board Chair Reports. So uh, start. Husefa. So in our Trustee Board Reports, We um, just talk about activities we've been involved in, things that relate to the college. Sure. um, And, yeah.
9: I am prepared.
0: Oh, yay, all right. I should have known.
9: (laughs) So uh, the first thing I'd like to say, um, so I attended the scholarship ceremony as the student trustee, as well as a recipient. So I was there, (laughs) circling around. I ATTENDED THE 2018 COMMENCEMENT. Uh, IT WAS AN EXCITING EXPERIENCE AND I LOOK FORWARD TO ATTENDING MORE SUCH EVENTS. Uh, THE OTHER THING, THE THIRD LAST THING WAS um, THAT I AM GOING TO ATTEND THE 2018 STUDENT TRUSTEE WORKSHOP IN SAN FRANCISCO uh, WHICH IS HOSTED BY THE COMMUNITY COLLEGE LEAGUE OF CALIFORNIA. SO THAT IS IN AUGUST. SO LOOKING FORWARD TO THAT AS WELL.
0: ALL RIGHT. THANK YOU. IS THERE ANYTHING ELSE? No, thank welcome, you. Welcome aboard. Thank you. thank you. Trustee Baldini.
8: Just grateful to be able to participate in the graduations. I'll be there at the Police Academy graduation on Saturday, looking forward to it. And uh, I have other announcements later, so we'll just move it right along to Ms. Baker.
6: Well, I went to the McPherson Award luncheon, And the Trio Awards, and the Donor Luncheon. Uh, RESPIRATORY THERAPY PINNING AND COMMENCEMENT. AND THEN LAST WEEK IN VUSD WE HAD SEVEN GRADUATIONS. I WENT TO ALL OF THEM.
3: (laughs) AND I BRING
6: IT UP BECAUSE WE GRADUATED 1,412 STUDENTS AND MANY OF THEM WILL BE HERE IN THE COMING YEARS.
3: GREAT.
0: ALL RIGHT. THANK YOU. TRUSTEE MARTINSON.
5: So I attended um, commencement like everybody else. Um, I did facilitate the audit and finance subcommittee meeting, and I went to the Upper Valley campus twice for lunch, which was fantastic. And um, and then just a brief comment. Um, just again, like considering how late it is and that we're rushing through action items toward the end of the board meeting, I just want to request that when the agenda is being developed, that we really try to only put items on that are action items or that will be uh, action items in the near future. Thank
3: you.:
0: Trustee Rios?:
4: well, I attended commencement and the pinning right before that. Um, I missed the uh, finance and audit committee because I was at a, uh, not graduation, but promotion for my youngest son from eighth grade. Uh, That's it.
7: Congratulations. Trustee Segura. The pinning, the nurse pinning, and awesome commencement. Congratulations for those who put it together and how everything was organized, and, and it was pretty neat. Uh, attended the Latino leaders luncheon on the eighth. Was it the eighth? Mm-hmm. Sure, uh, that sounds
0: right. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it, um, was 8th. Right. Yeah, it
7: was the eighth. You're mm-hmm. right. It was the eighth. Lisa and Maria made a really nice presentation on the college, mm-hmm. and they covered the whole, the, the entire gamut. There was about sixty people, community leaders that that were there and got to hear and the about wonderful. About third of them were yeah. college. The wonderful things about the college. So,
10: mm-hmm. and Via Gomez,
0: is that it? That's it, Trustee Iverson.
2: I attended the commencement and I regret not being able to make it to the uh, police academy graduation. It's my first Father's Day, so I will be going to Santa Cruz, but I wish. All of the fathers in here, happy Father's Day. Congratulations to you, Oscar, on the
0: accomplishment and accolades. And that's my report. All right. I went to commencement respiratory therapy pinning, psychiatric technician pinning, um, Latino leadership luncheon, which was about third in attendance, were from the college. It was great to see all the support. Um, I was. Uh, we had a workforce board retreat and um, spent some time with one of the other members, a man named Tony Castile, who later then got in touch with Diana through Bruce Wilson. And I think they're working out an MOU about doing apprenticeship stuff maybe right here at campus. So once the email started getting a little, cause Bruce kept copying me and, and then I saw uh, at an MOU and I went, like this? <laughs> I don't wanna look at that, so take me off of this, uh, this email chain, but it's you know gonna be coming to us and it's awesome, exciting stuff. Uh, meeting with the Napa Housing Coalition, Trustee Iverson and Ron and I, and Oscar and Bob, and um, did a presentation with Sherry Tennyson at the American Canyon Kiwanis, and then this morning I also did um, sort of a, a similar presentation to the American Canyon Government Affairs Committee. Went to the donor lunch, the scholarship ceremony. That's, um, that's it?
12: I think you should wait till it actually hits <laughs> eleven. Always <laughs> forget
6: to use your clock. Ten fifty-five,
0: according to my phone. All right. So, uh, is there any need for continuance of closed session? Mm-mm. No. Okay. And announcement of future meetings. Uh, July twelfth, two thousand and eighteen, is our next regular meeting. Did you want to add something to that? You look like you.
12: No, we're good. we're working we're working on specials and
0: stuff, but yeah. we don't have them yet. And how many people are going to the police academy <laughs> in graduation? Let's see the hands. Yeah. Yay!
5: I, are we going to leave the special meeting where it's at if we can't find a new time that agrees with everybody's SCHEDULE? Is that the plan?
12: Um, the one that was proposed. Yeah. I I don't think so. I don't think we're ready for that right No,
10: we're that not. Was, it was it was we were looking
0: times were different then
12: we don't have the times yet so we're going yeah, to have to do that that's yeah. all that's okay. yeah okay. yes yeah.
0: so let's yes and definitely make sure that when Catherine sends things out that we respond to her because i think that there's been some um okay. yeah. we, we couldn't schedule Ligons. that there weren't enough responses Hearing back from her
11: i i was just going to ask um i don't know we usually ask for your guys' vacation plans in the July-August area, so if you would share those with Catherine, um, it might help us pin down some dates for specials.
12: And and specials are in order to be able to keep us on track to address the feasibility of the bond. Right now we don't have any specials. Not yet, but within a day or so we're going to be sending you emails. I
0: cannot do July 13th.
5: I was referring to the evaluation meeting. If we can't find a new time that works with everybody, are we keeping it? We push
3: that out too.
5: Okay, okay.
0: That's closed. That's closed session uh, information. Okay. Okay, meeting adjourned. (laughs)
3: I've played <laughs>